0: Hello everyone, Bruce Hall here with another PowerMax ByteChat, and today we're going to go back to where it all started. We're going to have on as our guest today Dan McKenney, who was our very first interviewee on the Byte Chat series. How are you doing today, Dan?
1: Hey Bruce, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back to the awesome Byte Chat studio to have another discussion on some of the new features with PowerMax.
0: That's awesome and Dan, the first time we had you on, you brought us up to date on the Vmax 950 in a mixed environment and that was a, a great podcast, very popular and today we're going to talk about PowerMax service levels as defined in the new PowerMax OS release and I guess we could start with a little bit of your background please.
1: I've been with Dell EMC for almost 18 years as a core SE and now as a principal SE in our global technology office, I focus specifically on the PowerMax and VMAX All Flash
0: solution. We just launched PowerMax, so you've got a lot of thoughts there and a lot to inform us on. So when we think about service levels, I know there's been some change to what those service levels are. And how would you interpret the new service levels compared to how we previously defined them?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of customers excited to hear about what is now available in the 5978 code release coming for their VMAX all-flash, as well as those who will introduce PowerMax into their environment. The biggest change is simply what I view as the responsiveness and the adaptability to their environment and how they can better utilize it. What I mean by that is, in the past, our approach to service-level objectives was to use storage tiering or technology in the background to move data between different storage tiers to try and respond and provide maybe a service catalog, because at times when you're moving Moving data between storage tiers, you have a technology challenge. The new approach uses front-end queues to manage priority and responsiveness as opposed to the back-end storage tiering technology of the past.
0: So you say it uses front-end queues compared to the back-end, so what are the main use cases for when we would use those front-end queues and what do customers like about it?
1: Well, certainly they are going to continue to try and use it as a service catalog approach. Even though in a VMAX all-flash, we're designed for the need for speed in delivering that, we actually have customers who wish to offer a lower class of service on an all-flash array at a particular different price point. We'll continue to be able to do that and we'll actually be able to define that more succinctly. But the other two exciting opportunities I see for service levels is when you onboard new apps or have to do migration, and you don't want the impact of that flood of data potentially, especially in the case of a migration, from impacting production. So this way, you can use a service level to get that data there, still provide a effective performance, at the same time, you're not going to influence the other production applications already running on the array, So really for service classification uh, during that event. Another one I see is, similarly along the lines, is the noisy neighbor situation where you do have competing applications that at times need performance, and they could impact the other application. so the responsiveness of the new queuing approach. And detecting a situation in 30 seconds and responding to it in as quickly as 60 seconds is really exciting for our customers.
0: So a migration use case, that's the first I'd heard that. Very interesting.
1: Yeah, certainly in the past when we would move from one technology to the other, a lot of times storage tiering algorithms would first build up or overwhelm potentially some of the high-priority disk types that were in the array. And then that would force that data eventually down to the lower tier. The challenge then is you're overwhelming the higher end and you really need to move some of that data, which really is not going to be very active ultimately, to the lower end. Using service levels is going to help promote that.
0: And do it immediately because it's on the front end as the data comes into the machine as opposed to reacting over time to patterns as detected in the physical tiering. Is that right?
1: Absolutely. That's exactly how I see it helping out. This way then we're dealing with essentially a flood of data coming onto the array, but we certainly want to limit its influence. And should that happen, the responsiveness of the service levels are going to make that adjustment much better and make sure that those key applications, certainly in the higher service levels like Diamond and Platinum, are meeting their need without impact during those other operations.
0: You mentioned Diamond and Platinum. So how are the new service levels defined and how are they deployed?
1: Defined very much similarly to how we did in our VMAX 3 hybrid arrays, we would start with the lowest level being bronze, moving up to silver, to gold, to platinum, and then ultimately to diamond. The difference is that we're targeting the response levels at a more granular level and the ability to respond to the changes uh, applied to them. Certainly what you have is a priority situation where should something happen to one of your key applications in the diamond level, at the sacrificial approach to some of the lower ends, they may lose some of their service level responsiveness to benefit the diamond level. So we're certainly using service levels to prioritize and work the applications to ensure their survivability, sometimes at the expense by borrowing queues and resources that were normally used to support the others to make sure that those higher levels always meet their requirements.
0: Hey, Dan, you're out there in the field, and you were at Dell Technologies World, and you've been involved with some of our beta sites. Any customer stories with the new service levels?
1: Well, certainly one comes to mind where they're really looking forward to being able to provide that service catalog. They've been trying to offer this for years. And, again, I think why they're extremely excited is now we have an approach that responds to the application landscape changes that the array is servicing. That was certainly something that they saw in their beta testing, and they're looking really forward to a more widespread deployment.
0: How can users learn more about these service levels?
1: Well, certainly there's a number of GSEs and our MITSEs are out there really talking a lot about it. We have some white papers already available on the EMC Community Network, ECN, and we have a number of technical notes already available.
0: Dan, sounds like you're excited about these new service levels. You're giving us the field perspective. Any final thoughts?
1: I would simply say that where people in the past had not considered using service levels, you now have that great opportunity to deploy them as soon as you get on the latest 5978 code. And I think you're going to be really impressed in your ability to segment your environment to handle the needs of particular applications with confidence.
0: Once again, thank you so much for being on. You kicked off the original ByteChat series, and so great to have you back.
1: Well, thank you for having me once again and look forward to doing it again sometime.